Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us again at Behind the Batch podcast, brought to you by SBC Sponsorship. And as always, uh, we are together with George Harborn, Director of SBC Sponsorship. George, how are you today? Very good today. How are you? Very good, very good. Very happy to be here to discuss, again, the commercial side of, of sport. And if we're talking commercial, we definitely need to talk about Argentina. A lot of things have going on there. A lot of betting sponsorships, betting sponsorship deals have been taking place in Argentina. And to begin starting uh, the conversation uh, about Argentina, I couldn't think of a better person uh, to discuss it with than someone from El Primer Grande, no? Uh, first club in the world to actually win seven titles in a row, consecutive titles. First Argentinian club to win the Intercontinental Cup yep. in 1967 against Celtic. And, and by now you should already know I'm talking about uh, Racing Club. And let's make a stop here. This is also educational for our English uh, viewers and listeners because everyone here says racing, right? And we in Argentina, no one calls it racing. It's Racing Club. Okay. And about uh, speaking about racing, uh, I can think of a better person in that club than uh, board of director, head of marketing and communication, Robbie Martinez Alvarez. Robbie, how are you today? Very good, fine, and thank you very much about that presentation. Fernando, George, it's a pleasure to be here, always. It's really a pleasure to have you here with us. It's always a pleasure to, to be around you. We were talking about you in the podcast with uh, James Ross, and uh, we were always uh, giving high praise for you because you're a great guy to be around and a great uh, guy to give, you, to give us the insights about what we are going to address here, which is uh, sponsorships and commercial side of sports, which is actually such a, an interesting world. Yes, I, I love sports. I love networking. So being here and watching the great job that you have done here in SBC, it's incredible because you have like the perfect combination between hard work, networking and having fun. So it's a, it's a very good place to be. Now we appreciate the good feedback, Robbie. Thank you. Um, I guess to kick us off, everyone has their own journey of how they get into the sports industry. Let's hear yours. How did you end up working in, in sport? Well, I have to talk about like 20 or 25 years ago, uh, I always love sports. I always love entertainment. The entertainment world is something that I like when you deliver some product or service that has to do with uh, making the people's life better or uh, watching the other ones laughing because you have created something. Uh, I did it from, I, I don't remember, I have like when I was 17 years old, I start uh, in Argentina, we say, uh, delivering parties. So I rented a place, invited people, and I started with parties. So that has to do with the entertainment. Then uh, in 2002, I created the most important uh, football tournament in the north part of Buenos Aires. Uh, we had 100 teams uh, male teams and 40 uh, may, uh, female teams. We were like 140 teams, all the tournament. Um, and it was a great place to start with everything that has to do with sport and entertainment because it's not 
Uh, I think that both uh, worlds come together, entertainment and sports. Um, then I started in the, like, in, in Russian, we say, uh, in the part of the politic, political uh, world, um, working and looking for what can we do for our club. Uh, you must know that Racing Club is a non-profit organization. Yeah. So it, it can't be owned by a businessman or from another company. So the owners of Racing Club are, are the members. The members are who pays a monthly fee and vote for the authorities every four years. Uh, and, and that members are the ones who elect 15 board of directors that are the ones who uh, runs the country for four years. Yeah. Uh, so I start in the part of the political world of Racing. Uh, my first election was in 2014. We lost against the actual president, that is Victor Blanco. So we were like the first opposition, but we work not as an opposition. We work together with the official party because we love Russian. We don't want uh, someone to to run bad the the, the club. Uh, so we work together, and in the next election, the actual president Victor Blanco asked me to join uh, the official party. So we. Um, we get we got through that election and we won it in uh, 2017 and I'm uh, I'm part of the board of directors since 2017 and in that period uh, we won four championships yeah. that it's a very good number for a club like Racing we are participating in every international cup since Victor Blanco is president, it's like every ten. We we are uh, Victor is was elected president since 2013, and now we are in 2023. And every year we we been part of international international cups. Yeah. So that's a, a high standard that we are living for the next generation that will run the the club. So. That's how I start in sport and political uh, institution like Racing. Did you always know that you wanted to work in sport? Even way back, I know you were working on the football tournaments. Did you always know, I, I, need, to, I need to get to Racing? No, I didn't knew it like that, that uh, someone that has that objective. Yeah. I remember my first job was in HSBC, the holding, yeah. it's the bank. Then I went to Bodega Chandon, that it's part of LVMH, Louis Vuitton. Uh, then I went to Consultatio, that it's a developer, a huge developer in Argentina, and it's also developed uh, real estate here in the US. And then I went to Citibank, and from Citibank to Nordelta. But meanwhile, all of that shops, I did jobs as an entrepreneur. Yeah, that were the football, the yeah, yeah, yeah. the parties, and the other, not my 
I, I how can I say, not my corporate part, yeah, but the other part, passion the entre- my passion yeah. part, the other entrepreneur part, always was in, in the entertainment, yeah, yeah, in the sport and entertainment, yeah. So I didn't plan it, but it's also it, it always were there, yeah. it always there were there. You were mentioning the ownership model uh, for Racing and uh, how it's different because it has the socios, the members, um, instead of having like an owner like they do in other countries. So how special is that for a club like Racing, which is so connected to the city of Avellaneda, where, where it's from? Well, it's a huge difference. So when we analyze football clubs between Argentina and the rest of the world, we have to say that the main objective of football clubs in Argentina, especially Racing, is to improve and benefit our community. And in other countries, for example, the main objective could be make more money. So it's a huge difference. Uh, but having said that, we have to win, win matches and we have to win championships in order to compete in, in all the leagues. And for winning championship, you need to have good players. And for having good players, you have to pay good salaries. So you have to make money. That's where sponsorship is a great deal in this, in this industry. We have a lot of line of revenues. For example, the first line of revenue in clubs like Racing is the monthly fee that the members pay every month. Then you have the the match day, then you have uh, television rights, then you have uh, the sponsorship. So you must be a very good manager in order to use that incomes, that revenue to bring it or to give it to the football team, to the employees and also to the community because we have a very important a deal of work with the community. We have a kindergarten, we have a primary school, and we have a secondary school. Yeah. And we are always trying to improve our community. And that's all another thing that takes a lot of money. Uh, because another thing important to say is that only 1% of the child that come to our club to be a football player in the future will make it. So we have to do things for the other 99%. So we are like developing people, not developing future football players. Developing the community and, and the city yes, of Avellaneda. Because whenever you have a kid in your youth uh, categories, this, this kid is out of the streets. It's not getting into trouble with the police. It's not getting in trouble with the drugs. And you have that kid in your, in your club playing football, playing sport. So we educate through the values of sports. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned there some of the commercial lines that, that you work across. And this year, uh, in particular, you've had some really great commercial wins with the new front of shirt partner. Um, Betson as well coming on board as you as the first partner from the gambling industry. Do you want to talk us through a little bit about the processes of those, how yeah. those deals came together, but also how important those deals are for that commercial makeup of, of racing? Yeah, it's a 
you always have to deal with a, a balance between how many sponsors you have to, to use in your T-shirt and the money that you <laughs> receive because you have to um, take care about your brand. If not, it could be like a, a racing car uh, with a lot of sponsors. We prefer having uh, two or three sponsors in our T-shirt yeah. and taking care about them. Uh, we have in the front of our T-shirt, the main sponsor is AdExpert, that is a company that delivers free education online. It's, I think it's the only company that delivers free education in the, being as a main sponsor. Then we sign an agreement with uh, Betson at the back of the T-shirt. Uh, it was the first step of Betson in Argentina. Yeah. And Betson, through Racing, uh, got huge, uh, huge branding, huge promotion. Uh, he achieves a very great coverage about the media. Then they sign an agreement with Boca Juniors, so they are having like two of the most important clubs uh, in Argentina. We sign an agreement for two years and one year more if both sizes are okay. Uh, it's an agreement that we have a, like a, a guaranteed, a, min a minimum amount guaranteed, yep. and we also have a sharing, revenue sharing. So like we are partners in this business. We have to uh, go do good jobs in order to make more revenues. Yeah. Speaking of uh, being partners with a betting company, we also been um, talking in the past about responsible gambling. And be, with Racing being a club so connected with their fan base, uh, how are you taking care of uh, creating the opportunity to educate about responsible gambling together with Betson? Great question, Far. Well, first, uh, before signing the agreement, we talk a, a lot about that because uh, we are very concerned about uh, compulsory gambling and underage gambling. Yeah. So we spoke with um, managers and owners of Betson and asked them what they do to fight against this disease. Uh, and they told about a lot of uh, tools and, and programs that they have in order to fight this, this disease. I remember a few of them. One is uh, you have a exit button. Whenever you are playing, you, you can touch that button and get out. Then you have an artificial intelligence that um, analyzes your behavior while you are, you are uh, playing. And if your behavior changes, they can block you for, uh, for a period of time. Then you can set limits in your deposits, in your withdrawal, in your loss, uh, and you can't change that limit uh, if you don't wait like three days. Mm. Um, then you have another that is, you can um, get your subscription, submit your subscription, but you have obviously been older than 18 years old, but the payment method should be at the same name of the one who submitted the subscription. So uh, with that, you take care of every, every child. But 
Having said this, I can tell you that the ones that have the underage or don't have this kind of tools are the ones that, uh, the companies that come from the illegal part, the illegal market. Yeah. And nowadays, studies that I have read said that 85% of the online market in Argentina came from the illegal market. So we have to still fight uh, the illegal market. The, the ones who are regulated, uh, they do all that they have to do in order to fight that disease. But, but authorities, the government, and everyone involved have to fight the illegal part. In Argentina, uh, you have uh, a regulation that uh, had been passed uh, in 2021, and that regulation um, says that every province have to put their own regulation. For example, the main province that did Buenos Aires, uh, it only issue seven licenses and four of that seven are now operating. The other three are still with problem of software or something like that. Uh, but it's important to, to, to fight everybody against the illegal part. We've, we've seen kind of when these deals have been announced, it depends on the market, right? But certainly in some markets, the, these kind of betting partnerships can be met with some resistance from fan groups and media and all that sort of stuff. How was it for you guys getting that deal with Betson, announcing that deal with Betson at Racing? How did, how was it received? Well, uh, I think that all the parts involved in, in, in the betting uh, sponsorship should try to, to associate betting with entertainment at win show business, yeah, not absolutely. with the compulsory uh, gambling. We have to fight that disease. But the betting and gambling should be associated with entertainment. Because when you go to a theater, you know that you will spend the money of the ticket, the money of the dinner that you will have later of, of the show, yeah. and you know that is your budget. And the same should happen when you go to, uh, or when you bet uh, in any, any gambling platform. So I think you, you should have a, a, a budget and you should use that budget in order to be entertained the time that you wanted to, you wanted to be entertained. Yeah, and I know you've, already, you've kind of already covered it as well, but I know that you, you've said before when we've spoken previously how passionate you personally are and how seriously Racing and, and Betson are taking that responsibility yeah. Um, yeah, with the fans. One of the part of kind of the role that I've seen you have with Racing is you being an ambassador for the club. Um, and, you know, with some of the, uh, certainly at the events that you've come to for us, but other international events, talk us through that side of your role with the, with the club as well a little bit, because it's a really interesting element to, you know, where you tell me where, who you're going to meet and all these sorts of things. You share that with us as well. Yes, it's something that I like. It's something that I do for my for my club, and I think that it's something very valuable for a, for a club to the internationalization of the brand. For example, uh, nowadays I love traveling. Yes, I love, but I also travel, and I try to take the badge of my club and the upper I can. So whenever I have a, a, a travel a trip, 
I, I try to go to the best club in that country. I have to, I try to make a meeting with the president of that country. I, I talked about uh, why we are the first big uh, club of Argentina. I make that interchange of, of T-shirt. And I think that that kind of actions um, will benefit in the future for everything. For example, uh, I'm here in, in, in U.S. and I'm arranging a meeting with people from the Inter of Miami. And I don't know where that could be could end. Yeah. I don't know if it could end in a in a friendly match uh, or a preseason or or whatever. The same happened uh, next month. Uh, next month, last month, I fly to Barcelona and I have a meeting with Joan Laporta. He received us. Uh, with the open hands, it was a beautiful conversation about everything. And I don't know if next year he he see a, a youth player of Racing and he could make me a call and ask me about that player. I don't know. I, I think that internalization is very important. Now we live in a global uh, world that uh, everyone is connected, but the, the connection face-to-face uh, -face is different. It's not the same making a call or sending a WhatsApp or a message than having a coffee, uh, talking about my life, uh, hearing about yours, and and I I don't know, telling you that my, my passion about racing, uh, the difference between a club that could be owned by a businessman, a club that has a, a, a school, uh, that kind of, of conversation are difficult to be whole in a in a telephone call. Totally agree, and I think you know, ever since I've known you, we've met many times now over the last kind of twelve months. The passion that you bring, the love for the club, it always comes across, and certainly very hard working on that uh, on that front of spreading the word of racing and and making sure that those connections are there for the to develop uh, ultimately commercially racing, but also those other elements that you just mentioned as well. Yeah. I can tell you that uh, this comes from a lot of years before my grandmother and my grandfather knew each other in a party of Racing. Yeah. Like 80 or 90 years ago. So this passion is through our blood. Yeah. It's a passion that I, I inherited by my grandfather, grandmother, my mother, my cousin, uh, everyone. Now my, my, my boys, my kids. Uh, so it's something that I uh, I do it for pleasure. I, I, I don't take it as a job. That's great. That's great. You definitely have set the ground for Racing to continue growing. And like you said at the beginning, that Racing is definitely growing because uh, you spent like um, at one point like 30 years without winning a title. And now you are winning a lot of titles in such a short period of time. That's definitely the result of the work you guys have been doing at the club. So, uh, Robbie Martinez Alvarez, a board of directors member and head of marketing and communications, thank you very much for being here at the um, Behind the Badge podcast brought to you by SBC sponsorship. Uh, I'm Fernando Not, a business journalist for SBC Noticias, George Harborn, director of SBC sponsorship. Thank you, everybody, everybody and uh, we'll meet you in the next one. Thank you. The pleasure is mine. Thank you. Thank you, Robert.